Hi, I'm Jacqueline, your host. Welcome to the Amigapreneur Podcast, a platform where we talk to Black, Indigenous, and women of color who are entrepreneurs, spiritpreneurs, and creatives. We talk all about moving through life transition with courage, confidence, and compassion. If you've been looking for a way to turn your life transition or major life change into a transformation, an inner evolution, this is the podcast for you. Hey guys, I wanted to jump on here and just do a quick solo podcast. What you can see from the title is that I'm going to talk about solo dating. I wanted to share with you guys what I've learned from the past three months of 2022 about doing solo dating. So after feeling that I gave myself enough time after the end of my last relationship, I decided that before I started dating, dating, and I wasn't even sure if I was really feeling like I was ready to date, I wanted to give solo dating like a shot first. <laughs> and after a long-term relationship, I feel like you kind of get into like that groove where you become an us instead of an I, or you kind of forget about the I. So it's kind of like you start asking yourself, you know, what did I want to do on dates? Um, what did I want to try even like, how do I want to feel like when I go out on dates? In my last relationship, it's not we lacked um, going out per se, but we did do things that we liked rather than focus on like the individual, what we might enjoy alone or like what we might want to try. It's not something that couples do intentionally. It's just easier to do things that we both enjoy together. Now, I think I just wanted to get back to me and true transparency, and this is something I've talked about in the podcast, before my relationship, I had gone through a deep depression. I was like deep in survival mode and really like unsure about the future. The, the thing was that, thank God, I had dealt with my depression before I got into a relationship. And I think even in fact, like I felt that my past relationship had really allowed me to heal a lot and start to really know what a healthy relationship was, not just like with the other person, but what that looked like for myself. There was a chance to do like a lot of like inner work. So here I was like single again, and I was showing up less heartbroken and in a place like where I felt more healed at peace and even like more confident. So let's get into it. <laughs> My first solo date was awkward as F, okay? <laughs> like, listen, I know how to be alone. It's all that aloneness that actually in the past had led to isolation and ultimately a depression. Um, but however, I've also been on my own since I was 15. I'm definitely like no stranger to doing things on my own. However, one thing is having to do things alone and another one is like really setting the intention that you're going to go out and you're going to do like a whole solo dating thing. So I, there's a spot in San Diego that's like a sushi place. They play music. They have great aesthetics. And I really love that place. So I said, you know what? I'm going to like go and check out this place. So I ended up going on a Friday. Not my intention, not my suggestion. Like if you're going to go out on a solo date for the first time, I would suggest like going out during the week. It's a little less busier. Um, and I feel like you get better service. Anyways, a little more on that. 
So I sat at the bar. It was super busy. And I sat like in between <laughs> a couple and like the area was right next to me where they pick up all the drinks. Big mistake. <laughs> okay. So the reason I say like big mistake, because there's no real chance for you to like make a connection. I mean, the people next to me were obviously on a date. I'm not going to start a conversation with them. I don't know what date this is. You know, I don't know if they're trying to um, get to know each other. And then on the other side, I mean, people were coming in and out and it was just, it was awkward. And the bartenders were all like really busy. Uh, most of the time, like when you go out, the bartenders, if it's not that busy, they tend to like have conversation with you, like take care of you a little more. And um, I even had like the bouncer check in on me, which I thought was really sweet. There was like a moment where I was like, okay, this is what it is. So I'm here alone. I can't make conversation. So what can I do? I needed to get the bartender's attention because it was like still really busy and one of their like I guess it's called a bar back he saw me and he was like hey what can I get you and so I made my order and of course I had to wait the wait was a little long because it was busy but in that like stillness of waiting it really like I don't know somehow it just went back to my roots of like I know how to be alone I know how to be by myself I enjoy my own company so like I'm fine. And it, it was a moment of like stillness. I don't know how to describe it. And I was like, you know, if I was here with someone and say they, I don't know, stepped away to go to the bathroom, had to pick up a phone call, like I would just start people watching. You know, I would enjoy the aesthetics. They had great music. And that's what I did. And I like recognized, again, went back to my roots and recognized like, hey, I know how to enjoy my own company. And I don't need you know what I mean, to get on my phone or I don't need to make conversation. I came out to like get to know me again and enjoy my own time with myself. So that's what I'm going to do. So that's number one. It's, it's okay to be awkward. And then the second thing I would say, you know, great service is key. Um, I definitely did, I want to say like I solo date years ago and it wasn't like called a solo date. I just kind of went out on my own and I remember how important it was to have great service. So because it was really busy, like it took forever to get someone to come to me. And the guy did notice I was on my own and he came up to me. And then they brought the food. They forgot to bring me my like utensils. And then they, you know, they didn't bring like a sauce or something. And the guy, again, he was really busy, but he kept like an eye on me. And that's so important because you are on your own. It is a little awkward and you want to feel like taken care of. And I, like I said in the previous, like I have years ago, I've had that. Like I've done solo like trips. And again, years ago, I had gone out on my own and I realized like how important that is because I feel that people like kind of take care of you. And the service wasn't great, so that was kind of like, mm, but I was like, again, it's fine. I came here to be on my own. It's probably an opportunity for me to, like, have some stillness, right, to sit. That's another thing, too. Like, we don't want to sit in our discomfort. We have such an issue with sitting with uncomfortable feelings. We, we try to avoid everything, and I think that's part of a larger problem on why a lot of the times we don't heal, we don't heal our trauma, we don't get past doing new things because we just don't want to be uncomfortable. We don't want to be feel awkward, but that's part of it. 
um, that's what allowed me to like sit in that discomfort, work through the awkwardness, and then start to get more comfortable and then spend time with myself. So the second thing, number one, is like, it's okay to be awkward and sit in that discomfort. And number two, great service is key, like I mentioned, because you are on your own, but so is safety. So one thing that I did was that I only ordered one drink. They make great drinks at the spot that I went to. So I ordered one drink, but I also had water. I just wanted to make sure, you know, I am on my own. I am single and I still have to make sure that I'm safe. Again, just have to make sure that you're watching your drink all the time, that you're paying attention, and that you are making sure of your surroundings, you know, because although you may be on your own, you never know who's watching you and who's paying attention to you. So definitely make sure of your surroundings. And that's why, you know, like great service is important because like I said, the bouncer, like kind of like was making sure, you know, when I came in, he saw I was on my own, I went to sit down, and then he came and checked on me. And it just made me feel like, okay, like I'm being looked after. He made sure like, oh, you know, you're gonna get to your car, okay. Just like, I really appreciated that, you know, it made me feel like safe. And also, like I said, when you have great service, they really take care of you. So you feel like you're taken care of. And yes, you're on your own, but you're not on your own own. Now, my second was at this spot. It's called Breakfast Bitch in San Diego. And if you've never experienced Breakfast Bitch, I mean, you have to try it. It is so much fun there. The food is okay. And again, I've, I've only gone once. So I'm sure what I ordered, you know, was pretty basic. I had ba- bacon, eggs, and, um, and then I did have a mimosa. That was good. Um, but it was pretty basic. But what made up for it, what, what gave it to me, like, honestly, a 9 and even close to a 10, even though the food was, like, super basic, they had everything. They had great music. They had, a like, a great DJ. The ambiance was the vibe. Like, people were dancing and enjoying themselves and talking. I sat at the bar, and I ended up sitting next to these two guys, like... <laughs> They were just so funny. So something I have to tell you before I go into it. Like, okay, so Breakfast Bitch has a DJ, great music, people are dancing. When it's your birthday, like, all of the crew comes out and they start singing. And you really notice, like, the people that work there really enjoy working there. Like, it's not even a job for them. I'm sure, like, they really do like working there. And it shows and it's really, like, transparent. And I loved it. And there, the, they were everyone there. I swear, I felt like I was being taken care of. The bartender was super busy, you know, because it was packed. I did go, I believe it was on a Sunday, a Sunday, which is like their busiest day. And, um, but the staff continuously, like from when I got in line to, you know, when I was in line waiting to be seated to when I was at the bar, like the people working there would come up and like, hey girl, how you doing? Do you need anything? Did you like your food? Do you need some water? Um, Do you have any questions? They'd come and dance next to me. Like I had a guy like dancing next to me and he's like, are you having fun? And I was like, yeah. And they do that like all around, you know? And they just make everybody feel welcome and they're dancing, they'll dance with people. So my suggestion, like honestly, If you are afraid of doing solo dating, I would say that would be my suggestion. Like go somewhere where there's music because you can just sit there and enjoy the music. And that place is is a vibe where you can just go on your own. And I will tell you, share with you guys something funny. The guys next to me were hilarious. Like they were just funny, but 
when I first sat down, the guy was like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, good. And then he's just like, are you here alone? And I was just like, yeah. He goes, all right. That's what's up. Like, like he was just letting me know, like, look at you coming out by yourself. You know, like, he was just like, you know, really good for you. And I was like, right. And <laughs> so just kind of like a reminder, like, listen, we don't see a lot of people like being able to go out on their own and enjoy themselves or even like I would say particularly women right and I understand that a lot of the times that is like a safety issue but like we really should normalize going out on your own especially I feel as a woman and with the feedback you know that I was getting and him as a man you know like recognizing like yes right girl you go you go out on your own <laughs> you know I don't know it's just such a like good feeling and also like I said it was a lot of fun. I have a quick question for you. Are you feeling stuck in need of some clarity? That's where I was a few years ago, lost in depression and dealing with identity loss. I thought it was just me feeling stuck and that I just needed to get over it or through it or just find another job, another thing to distract me from what I was feeling, which was lost and uninspired. In my search for answers and after hundreds of interviews, I can tell you that it was much bigger than that. So I decided to create the thing that I needed that doesn't take a whole lot of time or money. To learn more, simply go to the show notes for more. In and now, back to the episode. And that brings me like to tip number three, the best places to start solo dating, your solo date journey, just like I mentioned on the previous one, was to go to a place where they're playing music. So my other solo date, I actually went to a skating. I went roller skating. There's a spot, again, in, in San Diego where it kind of happens like twice a month. They like rent out this like warehouse and the owner of, it's called Underground something. I can't remember it right now, but they... Like, I think her dad started, was very into roller skating. I think he had a place and then um, she took it over. And so she'll rent like warehouses and then she'll just have like events. She'll get a DJ. And then um, there's a guy there that rents skates if you don't have them. But the DJ, so here, let me just tell you that the warehouse was in this old, um, in my old neighborhood where I grew up in San Diego. It was like literally across like the trolley station where I used to take my trolley to go to high school, like right across. I can just walk over to it. And it, I just got this nostalgia of being there. And then also they were playing like old school, like 90s and um, hip hop. And it was just, I don't know, I think it was 80s, 90s or something like that. And I just got so like nostalgic when I was there, I had so much fun rollerblading. The vibe in there, again, it's it has so much to do with the energy of the place and like Breakfast Bitch and um, that roller skating event. Their vibe and the, the people that go just had such good energy. And the woman that runs it, I mean, obviously, you know, was passed down to her by her dad and she like really loved it. And so did the people there. You know, you can tell there was a lot of regulars there, but new people were welcomed and I just really enjoyed myself and again I kept you know like seeing people like okay she here by herself hey girl you know <laughs> like just so much fun um I I like really really enjoyed that so 
if you're like, again, hesitant about doing solo dating, I would really suggest like roller skating events like that. Events that are, that have a lot of people making sure there's good energy, that you feel safe, right? Um, that's familiar to you. You know, that, that my old neighborhood obviously is familiar to me. If anything went down, I have like five houses that I can <laughs> run to. So that's important to me, knowing the area uh, where you're at. And if anything happened, you know what I mean, that you are, like, I would say, in close proximity to running or walking somewhere, you know, it, were you to have any, like, again, emergency, because you are on your, your own. Yes, um, you would hope people would take care of you if it was, like, a huge emergency, but at the end of the day, you also want to make sure that you can take care of yourself and you, you have, like, an exit plan <laughs> in place. And tip number four, and I think I've been mentioning throughout, is how to enjoy your own company. And I would say the biggest thing is put your phone away. If you're like part of the older generation, and I would say like, I mean, people in their 20s, you've been raised like, you know, to have your phone. And I think it's become, it even, you know what, I'm not even going to say people in their 20s. I'm going to say everybody, um, maybe, but 20-year-olds have excuse because, you know, they grew up like that. You know, throughout like all ages, I just feel we're so stuck on our phone that it's become like our security blanket. I've literally seen people that are by themselves and can't stand there by themselves without like all being on their phone and looking at their phone. Nobody can just like stand there and just like assess the room and maybe start like a conversation with someone or just sit in stillness with yourself. You know, like I said, enjoy the environment and just be with yourself. And if you're going to go out on a solo date and you're going to open yourself to like meeting new people, probably starting a conversation or being open and giving that, that energy of like, I'm open, you can come talk to me. And when you get on your phone, you take all of that away from yourself, that opportunity to sit and learn how to work through that discomfort and awkwardness. And you take away that opportunity to make a conversation with someone or have someone come up and make a conversation with you. And I understand that that takes practice, especially if you're someone that has social anxiety. I'm sure that's a big thing. But taking your time with that, maybe not being on your phone all the time, because that does sing signal like insecurity a bit and also like I'm closed off. Number five is how to grow confidence. So I actually, for my birthday, my family's out of town and it was during the week as well. So I decided that part of my like solo date adventure was going to be for me to go out for my birthday. So I went ahead <laughs> and went to a restaurant that's like near my house. It was like walking distance. And um, I really wanted to try out this restaurant. It's always packed. The, every time I pass by there, the food looks amazing. The ambiance is amazing. And a bonus is that literally a block away is my favorite dessert spot. So I've mentioned in previous, or if you don't know, I have a gluten allergy. So there's not like a lot of options for me. <laughs> so it just happened that it's also a block away from my favorite like dessert place. The absolute best like cakes. It's absolutely <laughs> delicious. Um, and I was like, I'm going to take myself out for my birthday to the nicest restaurant and I'm going to walk over and like get me some birthday cake from the spot. By the way, guys, a slice, 
literal slice of cake is $12. So you can just imagine how the whole cake. I just needed a slice. It's a, they give you a huge ass slice. <laughs> so I went ahead and I went to this restaurant. It was during the week, so it wasn't too packed. And I said, you know, I, the ambiance was beautiful. The food was freaking delicious, like so delicious. The guy suggested like a wine, so I had a wine, <laughs> but I also had my favorite drink. I was close to the house. I also ordered water, but again, the service there, the people there, it was really nice. It was really chill. There was a lot of people, like it was either I would say like family or like couples because it is like a really nice it's nice, guys. It's a nice restaurant. It's like the whole, you know, the setting of the table is it's nice. And I felt I deserved that for my birthday. And I ended up getting like this beef. I don't eat a lot of beef, but I did get it because it just, the, the guy, one thing I do is I always take my suggestions from the servers because they know best. You know, that's that's their job to like give you suggestions and also let you know like what you might enjoy and what wine might go with it. And this guy did not disappoint. He's like, what do you like? And I told him, I was like, I don't usually eat, you know, red meat, but um, today I want to try something, you know. And so he's just like, okay, great. So he had a suggestion and it ended up like, it was delicious. It had this sauce, but you know what it reminded me of? Mole. Like the way it kind of looked, it had this like dark sauce, uh, which I thought was a little funny, but it was absolutely delicious. And when they served it, it looked small. And I was like, I'm going to totally finish this. You know, I wasn't able to finish it. It may have looked small, but it, the, the size, like the thickness of the beef was a lot. <laughs> and if you're someone that doesn't eat like red meat, then it, it just was going to be too much. But I enjoyed it. You know, I enjoyed the people. Um, I sat down and looked. I, I'm someone that really loves architecture. I am by no expert on architecture, but I do enjoy that aesthetic. You know, I do enjoy the way the designer, you know, put the place together. You know, they went in on this restaurant, like not just the walls, but the bar, but this, you know, the ceiling, just the way they, they put the tables and the couches, it was just absolutely beautiful. And then I walked over to my favorite place and got myself a bagel slice for my birthday <laughs> and then walked home. Um, again, it was like, what, like four blocks from my house. And I walked home and I enjoyed my cake. And then after that, I went ahead and um, got my journal because what I do is every year I kind of do an assessment of like, what, it, what have I done this year? What have I accomplished? You know, what am I proud of? How have I grown? Like, where am I now versus like six months ago? And what is it that I really want to take with me on my next birthday? And what is it that I want to leave behind? Excuse me. So yeah, I actually had an awesome birthday. I really liked that. And again, I was proud of myself for going out, not staying home just because I didn't have anybody to celebrate. Like it was my day. And ultimately like hello, it's my birthday. Like, if I can't enjoy my birthday on my own, you know, as much as I enjoy it with others, like, hello. <laughs> so like I was saying, you know, we were talking about number five being how to grow your confidence. And I spoke about my birthday is that I noticed that the more I did it, the more I went out on solo dates, the, how the awkwardness went away. And I knew that when I was, example, my birthday, but also when I was doing the the roller skating um, day, like me walking around on my own. There was just this light about me, you know, people were smiling. 
Um, they at the roller skating place they had food in the back I went in the back I mean people were just like taking care of me like hey what do you want what do you need how are you doing and maybe they weren't but I felt that way I felt very taken care of you know and mind you I'm like on my own honestly I felt more taken care of than like on some bad dates that I've had you know and there's just something about a woman being on her own you know that maybe sometimes you'll think oh is that unsafe but you'll at least this is my belief that I that you're gonna attract people that want to take care of you and in taking care of you that you know they're not following you none of that but you are like in a way made to feel like family Everybody was making eye contact. People were smiling at me. You know, like I was enjoying the music. I remember I was sitting down eating and I was like dancing. It was this girl dancing next to me. And there was just this energy that I just felt really good about myself about doing these things because I was taking care of myself. I was giving myself so much self-love and self-acceptance and just allowing myself to be in that moment and sit with it and sit with being uncomfortable to comfortable to being more confident and to like loving on myself and accepting myself like exactly where I was at. In conclusion, I'll like repeat, <laughs> this is a new way. I took some notes. Um, so I'll repeat like the five things um, that I learned from solo dating was that it's okay to be awkward. We can sit through that discomfort. Number two, great service is key. So is safety. It, you always want to go to a place where you feel you're being taken care of and people, you know, are looking after you because that's important. You're on your own and you want to feel that you're getting the best service. And number three is best place to start on your solo date journey, like I mentioned, would be somewhere with music, um, somewhere that is close to where you live or a neighborhood that you really know in case, like I said, of any emergency. Number four is how to enjoy your own company. Put that phone away. Biggest thing is put that phone away and learn how to be with yourself. Again, in the beginning, it's, it is awkward, um, but for the most part, like learn to put your phone down so that you're open to the experience and to allowing and letting people know that you're open to having a conversation or making like having that opportunity to make a conversation with someone else. And then number five is, you know, I learned that it really helps you like grow your confidence because with each experience, the awkwardness, like I said, went away and more of that like self-love and self-acceptance came in. And I will like in conclusion, I would say, you know, date yourself, whether you're in a relationship or not, you should definitely, I know I'm going to in my next relationship, I'm going to make a priority to go out on solo dates, even when I get into a relationship, because I have seen how much that relationship has grown and the intimacy with myself has grown through these solo dates that I'm going to continue to do that and remind myself to make myself a priority even when I am in a relationship. And don't let yourself be pulled away with the discomfort of 
and, and the awkwardness of not having someone around. Don't let that stop you from like experiencing your life. If you want to travel, if you want to try a restaurant, if you want to try roller skating, you know, my next thing is I want to do that uh, rock climbing. <laughs> I always wanted to try that. And don't let you not being with someone. And I don't by someone, I don't just mean like a partner. I mean a friend. Um, not having a friend available. Don't let that stop you from experiencing seeing your life and just try to remember that this is going to make you not just like a better partner, a better friend. You'll be able to have better conversations. You'll be a more evolved person. You'll be more proud of yourself. You'll feel more courageous. This is going to give you so much confidence, you know, and then you'll start realizing that anyone that comes in your life is just the cherry on top. They're just adding to your life because you already have realized that you just have so much to offer, not only to someone else, you know, but to yourself and you know how to go out and make those things happen to you, for you. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, make sure and subscribe for future episodes. Like what you heard? Make sure and share it. Thank you for listening and I'll see you on the next episode.